Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cave Crew Radio is recorded and produced in front of a live studio audience. The show is live. Hello, England. Here we come. Air traffic control bringing New York. Roger that. Bringing Canada. 10-4. Gentlemen, we have liftoff. Bam! We are back again for number 10. Cave Crew Radio Season 10. Let's go. CaveCrewRadio.com There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I said this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Ladies and gentlemen, Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. My name is uh, DK. I am live in my cave in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. It's great to be here with you tonight. We are live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live over on Cave Crew Radio, on Pulse Talk FM in the UK, syndicated all over the world, and wherever podcasts can be found. So, we've got a busy show ahead of us, ladies and gentlemen. We've got uh, news. We've got Mike Reads the News. We've got a major breaking news. We've got, you name it, Epicenters, Drinks of the Week, Talking FLA. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, 
And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia, the commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies, the self-proclaimed president of the United States, a university graduate, and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B, King of Stenchlandia and the Water Gypsies, your president-elect of the United States of America, and as always, the epicenter of something. This week, I am the epicenter of the start of the religious school uh, activities, so to speak. Isn't Easter over? No, Well, so my son is in second grade. So in second grade, they have to do reconciliation and they have to do communion. So that's all starts tomorrow. He gets the bread and the grape juice. Not tomorrow. First, you have to do reconciliation. So tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, we have to go sit through a mass, I'm assuming. And then he has to do his reconciliation before he can do communion. And then communion will be next month. But there are a whole bunch of things that are going on from now until then on the weekends where, you know, there's Zoom meetings and there's a packet we have to pick up tomorrow for stuff he's got to do. There's So from now until the end of May uh, is just religious school um, activities. It's, it's Mrs. nonstop. B- Mrs. B must be ecstatic. Is she getting like refreshments and grab bags for these long days on the weekends? Like, oh my God. So she's doing stuff for the communion. They all want to have like a communion party after communion next month. So she's getting all these little things together for like little goodie bags for all the kids and doing all of this. So I have stuff coming in from Amazon and just stuff strewn about the house uh, that will eventually be all put into bags and have ribbons tied around them. And all so, so I'm 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 not Catholic, so forgive me. I mean, I am a Christian as well, but um, is is this like the Jewish thing? What's that thing they do when they're thirteen? The uh, bar mitzvah? No, the, no, no, this isn't. That's that's. <laughs> That's coming of age and being a man in the Jewish religion. Yeah. This is just a a, a Catholic um, milestone, so to speak. Yeah. So you know, you you you, it's the sacraments. Right. So it's the sacrament of communion. Uh, but in order to get the sacrament of communion, you will have to have confessed your sins. What kind of sins does a kid in? Well, uh, I don't want to make fun of this because I I, I, I do have because I I make fun of it all the time. I I, I do have a spiritual side to me, but I mean, in grade two, what are your sins going to be? I sold, I stole chalk from the blackboard. Uh, Forgive me, Lord. I put worms in my mummy's purse. Forgive me, Lord. I did not eat my vegetables last night. And what exactly? is a kid going to confess to as far as sins i i yeah i don't know we we tell we we've been telling him uh like he got markers today and i pretended that i was going to take them so my wife says well you can confess that you didn't let daddy have some markers you know something like that yeah. 
A seven-year-old doesn't have any sins. I don't get it. Way too early. This is what we're doing tomorrow. At least wait till grade nine. Oh, we got drink of the week here, folks. Uh, We're going a little bit off script. Hang on. Let's see. Oh, wrong one. Let's go this way. It just arrived. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for... Friday nights are meant for drinking. Here is Mrs. B's drink of the week. All right. The drink of the week. Mrs. B throwing us off script. I'll give it to you before you leave. Uh, yes, so this, uh, she just came in. Oh, this very is lovely. Drink of the week with a strawberry garnish. Yes, I love the garnish. I love the glasses. Uh, yeah, well, this is this is what you started. We, now we get different glasses for, for, for the nights. So this is a Jolly Rancher. Oh, interesting. Tahiti so treat, is, perhaps. Uh, this is uh, peach schnapps. Apple vodka, simple syrup, and no cranberry juice. Yes, oh, yes. and and cranberry juice. So uh, uh, apple vodka, peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and simple syrup. All right. And uh, is there what, extra? Is there a shaker? Uh, I don't have a shaker in front of me. Is this no, it? That's a triple. Oh, this is a triple, apparently. Oh. So so she's tell, she's already she's crossed me, giving me the sign of the cross, and said, "God help me." So who knows, by the end of the night, I may not be very coherent to read news. So basically, Mrs. B has just reconciled herself. That's quite tasty. Tastes more apple than anything, but it's quite tasty. She likes her simple syrup. Does she make it herself? No, no, we buy the simple syrup. You can make it. You know, she's brought up several times that we can make it, but it's just easier to buy it. That way it's it's just, it's... um, it's there when, whenever we need it. Right. Great job again, Mrs. B. I know uh, Isbia. I'm not sure if she's watching. She was uh, extremely tired tonight, but she said she always enjoys uh, Mrs. B's uh, drink of the week. Ah, his wife said she always enjoys your drink of the week. So she's she's very she's excited by that. She, yeah, she even puts she even puts grapes in her wine now. Oh, oh! Look at that! So you've you've become an influencer. So his wife puts grapes in the wine now, Excellent. as as garnish, like you did with the strawberry here. Uh, so yes, you've become an influencer now. She says you drink with the eyes as well as the palate. Uh, exactly. Um, uh, tell Mrs. B. I said to make sure they have grape juice and crackers in their grab bags. Oh, for the uh, for the communion festival. So we're talking about the communion, and you're making the bags and doing all this. All this stuff is thrown up all over the house. He said, "Make sure there is what grape juice, grape juice, and crackers, and crackers for the communion." I don't know. Can you hear that? Yeah, a little bit. We're serving juice at the cake and punch reception. Okay, good, good. So, so it's yeah, going to so, be but, fun. But, but as soon as I said that, your idea, she's she, her eyes got big. She said, oh, that would be so cute for the kids. Yeah. And I noticed when she said it's going to be fun, you just nodded and took another sip of your drink. Yeah, um, that's all I can do. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Look, I get dragged into shit all the time, too. Don't, don't, don't let me kid you. I, if you want to watch hockey games and you, and you want to have your barbecue and your smoker, you, you got to keep nodding and, 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 and say, yes just say yes and everything will be fine right? all right just say yes and everything will be fine nod and smile she even nod says, and yes. smile everything will be fine 
I got to tell you a really quick story. Are, are we done with the epicenter? Uh, yeah. That, okay, that's, that's, that's great. We we got to follow up on that. I, yeah, I still think... tomorrow and then it'll go to the end of May. Because I can't wait next week to hear the various sins. Uh, you, you need to bring a notepad or record. I can't wait to hear the various sins well, that yeah, seven-year-olds have confessed to. We're going to have to ask James what he confessed to in his sins. Because seven year, what sins do a seven-year-old have? None. So... Oh, God. They made suggestions, apparently. Oh, okay. Great. So, yes. I can so just this, imagine. This, it's going to be a shit show. Not doing your homework is not a sin. <laughs> God's sake. Oh, my God. I am going to hell. Thanks, Mrs. B. <laughs> I never did my homework. Um, Who did I? No, but what are you do? I shit my pants in kindergarten. I'm sorry. <laughs> like... You gotta, but Big B, you gotta come back next week, and you you need to have a list, not just of James, but what the various children have confessed to. Well, and then, we won't know because they it go, it's in a confessional booth. So it's oh, they're gotta go into privately with the uh, dude. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we oh, won't geez. we won't hear it. This is serious shit. Okay, yeah. but but <laughs> but we will ask, and and I'll make the list of, of what he confessed to. And uh, 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 I'll have it for next week. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, and I don't mean to make light of it. I think it's a great point in uh, whether you believe or not, it builds discipline and character, and I get all that stuff. And uh, anyway, I have but breaking news. Uh, go, go ahead with your story. No, I have breaking What was my story? I forgot. I don't know. You said you had a quick story if we were done with the epicenter. I lost my train of thought. Probably had something to do with agreeing with the wife. But uh, guess what, folks? If it comes to me later, I'll uh, I'll bring it up. I, I think it had something to do with, like, agreeing with the wife. Um, Probably. That I let her do certain things so I can do certain things. And I, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm trying to focus on the flow of the show. But I do have breaking news. Um. Hang on, I gotta find it. I'm just saying, I'm waiting for a sounder. Well, here we go. Ready? Ready. Breaking news, everyone. Listen up. Hey, uh, hey, DK, DK, can I interrupt for a second, please? Oh, okay, thanks, man. Hey, guys, got some fabulous news for you. The Mike Jolich Show, aka Mike Reads the News. This right here on Cave Crew Radio is the only place. It will be available. I guess from now on, it's going to be the world exclusive place of uh, Mike Reads the News. So anyway, guys, just wanted to give you a heads up. This is it. I'm, I'm all in and only for you. All righty, guys, let's get back to the show. I'll be back with some news later and Twitter shits. All right, later. And yes, he will. So I feel flattered because I don't know if you know, ladies and gentlemen, but he didn't call it Mike Breeds the News. He called it the Mike Jolis Show when you Mike hear Jolis the intro, show, right. right? Yeah. And he was on uh, Spreaker and Stitcher and all the places we were at and, you know, had a huge following. Um, and I know that everyone that listens to our show also enjoys Mike. Uh, we get the feedback. I don't know the backstory. So what do we do when we don't know the backstory? We make it up. We make it up. 
So I'm, I'm thinking like, hey, I don't know if he was paying for storage or what it was, but he's like, Mike gets frustrated, ladies and gentlemen. He's one of those guys you don't constantly tell him if he's doing a great job and I'm listening to the show, Mike, and he's watching his downloads. And we used to do that a few years back. I really don't give a shit anymore either. I mean, I check our YouTube and I check our, our downloads and I check our lives, but it doesn't deter me anymore. I, I do this because I enjoy it. And I think that's what Mike's getting to that point mm-hmm. where he, he knows he's in a good place. So again, you and me, we're trying to carry this on. We're trying to stay fresh and Mike really helps. Um, the pressure is on us to stay on air or there'll be no more Mike Jolins. That's right. Now, see, now we have to do, we, we definitely have to, to stay on the air for, for Mike Jolins. And of course it's very flattering that this is now going to be the exclusive home of the Mike Jolins show. Um, but as you said, there is no reason we don't have a reason why or, or what happened. I haven't, I haven't spoken to Mike at all. Um, I just had seen that, that uh, tweet that he had sent out that I sent over to you. And, um, this was the first I, I heard of what the uh, breaking news was. So, like you said, we make things up. We come to our own conclusions. My theory. Oh, you is, have a theory to this. Excellent. My theory is that the Weavers have taken a digital revenge on Mike. And uh, because they were neighbors, they didn't get along. Mike uh, actively, at least on this show, actively hoped they would sell their house quicker than they actually did. Um, I think the Weavers digitally uh, took revenge on him and went out of their way to try to shut down the different platforms that he was posting on. Perhaps Uh, like uh, some form of a... It wouldn't be a copyright claim, but I get where you're going with this. Or say you're mentioning our name, uh, you're 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 making money off our name, and we're shutting you down. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Something like that. So uh, whether it be liable or whatever, so they went to the different platforms and lobbied for this to for for the the Mike Jolit show to no longer be allowed on their platform. And, of course, they can't do that to us because we don't give a shit. Right. And And I'm in Canada, so I'm exempt. Heaven forbid, though, Big B, I hope they don't contact Buckland and Buckland. Well, if that comes to pass, we will deal with it then. Buckland, Buckland, and Weaver. (laughs) Hold while I write things down. It's not that good. There's going to be a lot more better stuff. Uh, there, you always say that, and and that one is always the one that becomes the show. Note. You're right, uh, right. This right. could be a show note for sure. So, Buckland, so like I, I, I do feel Buckland and Buckland and the Weavers might unite, but we are stronger because we are DK, Big B, and Jolitz. That's right. It's like a six man wrangle. DK, BC, and MJ. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a dirty sex movie. (laughs) Anyway, that's the big news, folks. I say we might as well start off with Mike Reads the News before we get into our stuff. And, of course, uh, Twitter shits will be be following shortly. So there's the big news from Mike Jolitz. And before I go into that, I mean, like, look, he was put on the poster this year. Mm Mm-hmm. We had to cover his name over the shirt because his belly sticks out, but that's okay. 
That's all right. That's all right. We're all in the same place. We all just need to drink creatine or whatever it is my kid does now. All right, folks, here we go. Mike reads the news, and then we'll be back. Uh, Stay tuned. Here we go. Cave Crew Radio presents Mike Reads the News with Mike Jolitz. Hello, 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 Cave Crew Radio. Hello to you, DK. And hello, Sir Big B. Man, I hope you guys are doing well. Alrighty, guys. And it is now time for Mike Reads the News. The Sartinals unveil their new uniforms for the upcoming season. I I think they're kind of boring. <laughs> Congrats to Mark Not the Grub Grabowski, who is leading the league in queefs this year. There's two weeks left in the season. There's an arrest warrant out for MMA fighter Nate Diaz. New Orleans police issued an arrest warrant after Nate choked out some stupid TikTok douche. Does this mean the fight with Logan Paul is not going to happen? Charges were dropped against Alec Baldwin in the fatal shooting on the Rust movie set. I'm not surprised. Uh, they resumed shooting. Oops, I mean filming. My bad. Um, who's going to watch that movie anyway? The Packers and the Jets finalized the trade for Aaron Rodgers. Finally. Green Bay got the better side of the deal. Um, yeah, I'm just glad the drama is over. Thanks for all you did, Aaron, but good riddance. He'll wear number eight. Shannon Doherty's back on the market, everyone. She's filed for divorce from her husband of 11 years. That's sad. And finally in the news, the USFL season started a couple weeks ago. I had no idea. I've, I've yet to watch a game. I kind of don't care. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that does it for the news. It is now time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Meow. One band of the K-pop group Astro died. He was 25. I don't know who he is. Meow. Conservative Don Bongino is out at Fox News. Oh, no. Tucker Carlson was fired by Fox News. Oh, no. Don Lamont was fired by CNN. He sucked, though. Oh, yeah. Singer Harry Belafonte died, and he was 96. Oh, no. And finally in the tidbits, Chevy Bolt by GM will cease production this year. Oh, yeah. All righty, guys, that does it for the news. That does it for the tidbits. I'll be back in a little while, or however it works out, with some Twitter shits for you. All righty, guys. Shoes chowing off either saying later. Bye-bye. <laughs> You know, I'm uh, constantly thinking, uh, oops, I made a, a boo, um, because you came on with me one time via audio um, when you were on vacation, and I was doing like a solo show just to kill some time, and it's awful, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, when you do a show alone, you know, Mike does it, he does it great, but I hate it. Um and he was on. We need to get him on the show live. Yes. He's no uglier than the two of us. Get on camera, do the show with us. Let's. It would break the internet. I guarantee it. I, I would love for him to do either. I, 
I think we'd be asking you too much to do both. But either Mike reads the news or Twitter shits live on the show one day. Yeah. But I don't know because that's like when we do those like audio dramas. Like there's a little bit of production that goes into that. He does have he does have production uh, in there, but you know we could forego the production for one special time. Yeah, like I think Twitter shits would be great because he could read the topic, read the the the, the replies, and we could comment on the names because I know you like taking. Oh, I love it! I can't wait. That's my favorite so part. I think that yeah. would be great to do live because forego the production and we would just comment. Yeah. But even like I think the stories we do, you see him in chat sometimes. He might be working right now, not available, but he'll comment on on the, on the stories. And even like the talking FLA or whatever we do, I think he he enjoy being live with us. I mean, he he fits in. He's 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 one of us. Yep. I did mean to tell you though. I wanted to tell you something because I heard him mention uh, TikTok, and I I don't want to deter the show too long but I was on TikTok today I had a little bit of time I was doing inventory at uh, at work and I, I needed a break and I'm watching this guy and I've seen him before on different days and he has a goal every day to help him pay his rent okay. 100 bucks whatever it is and, and I'm watching and I'm like most people are insulting him. He's got a pretty good crowd. He's on live, right? And, but there's the odd person that's dropping those donations in TikTok and, 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 and sending him e-transfers. And I thought to myself today, you know what? I'm going to start doing this. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to start going live. I'm going to start asking for money. But in, in all honesty, we'll, we'll, we'll choose a charity. And 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 we'll 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 send it somewhere where where we can help. Mm. But I want to see if it works because I'm watching this guy. I need money for rent. I'm sitting there. I'm going. You're fucking deadbeat, <laughs> right? Like I, I'm just like, come on. You're young. You're healthy. You look like you're in your mid twenties. Whatever it is, you got this sign up in front of your TikTok. Uh, need help with rent. Goal today is $100, whatever it is. You got like a 1,000 people in the chat. Like I said, most people are dishing them as they should. And, and, and But there's an odd person feeling sorry and dropping those TikTok gifts. And I'm going gonna, gonna to start. I'm going to sit in the gazebo on the weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live stream on TikTok. And I'm going to tell people I want money. But honest to God, I'm not kidding you. I don't need it. I don't need the petty shit from TikTok. I w- we'll give it to charity. You know, you and I will we'll sit, we'll get together, we'll pick some good, good mm-hmm. cause, and 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 we'll fire the money over there. Just really pissed me off. Sorry, that was a little side note. I wanted to. But you know, it, it's funny you you bring that up because I've come across this this chick who I guess is an influencer, but. What she does is she goes on and reads dumb shit that people post on the internet. Uh, her name is uh, Charlotte Dobre. Okay. She's in K- She's in Canada. I'm assuming she's near Toronto, the way she's mentioned things. And sometimes she'll have whole segments on influencers that, you know, have gone wrong or something like that, where, you know, people will document 
they they're running with influencers where they think they should get free stuff just because they have some followers on TikTok, and it all goes wrong because nobody ever gives them free anything. Right. So it's like you know, well, I deserve you know a a free meal at this restaurant, and I will post it to all my followers, and you'll get you know you'll get promotion out of it. And the people at the restaurant are like, no. Sorry, you either pay for it or you leave. Right. You know, so so uh, that's along the same lines. Same sort of thing. It's a backlash you deserve. Like, right. So to me, it's a. The reason I'm saying this, it's almost like a social experiment to me. You know, where the money goes, as long as it's going to good, I don't need it. Unless I really make a lot, and then I might like quit my job, but I doubt that's going to happen. But I mean, get a hundred bucks, whatever it is, we'll throw it to the Red Cross or you know whatever, whatever the the cause of the time is. It it just really fucking irked me. Like we talk about how lazy today's society is, and you know I'm really proud of my kid. He's he's going to college. He's working. I know your kids are doing good, and I. I know we both get frustrated about the video games and stuff like that, and that's just normal dad-son shit. But the whole of society, you know, these, that, this, whatever they call themselves, generation is so fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's 100% true. I mean, you know, they think being an influencer is an occupation, and it's really not. If you're an influencer, that just means you're a talentless piece of crap, talentless, lazy piece of crap yeah. that can't go get a real job and has, doesn't have talent to do anything creative. Right. And most of these people, stuff. most of these people that, like, there's some really good entertaining TikTok people and Instagram people. But most of these influencers, I sit there and I watch and I go, you're not fucking doing anything. Right. You can't dance. You can't cook. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. look, if if you and I were influencers and, and this worked out, we'd be retired five years ago. We've been at this a long time. We come out and we say we do it because we love it. It costs us money to put this show on. Right. But we like it. It's a hobby. We have fun. We hope that you enjoy what we talk about. But for the most part, anyway, that's my social experiment. Just- but it's true. I mean, we have, uh, you know, outside of doing this, because we do this for fun, uh, and it's a lot of fun, you know, getting together and hanging out and drinking on the Friday nights. Um, outside of that, we have talents that have served us well in real life earning us money yeah not just sitting here trying to like you know it's the stupidest thing you go through facebook and there's this section called reels and it's a collection of instagram and tiktok and whatever else and they all do the same trend quote unquote trend whether it's jumping on one leg whatever the fuck it is <laughs> jumping on whatever it is, you know, jumping on one leg, yeah. holding a raccoon by the tail. I, get, I see the same things you do. I, I get it. But they all do it, and it—it's like, are you supposed to be applauded for this? Is this like, you know, do you actually have fans for doing stupid shit like this? Because it doesn't make any sense what you're doing. 
Yeah. It's just a trend that you did. But why? And, 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 and don't get us wrong, ladies and gentlemen. We're not looking for a standing ovation. But at the end of the day, we pay bills like everyone else. Right. We We got mortgages. We got car payments. We got, you know, things we want to do. I don't live in our parents' basement anymore. Although it looks like it with me and you. And I wonder if there's anyone out there going, look at those two fucking idiots. Right. These are our basements. They're, they're living in their parents' basements. And they're doing this radio show. And now they're telling us they're going to go on TikTok and ask for money. Shame on them. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, let's uh, let's go to the news. Um, we got a few seagulls in the news tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Seagulls. Behind the headlines this week in weird news. Yes, indeed. This week in weird news, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first up, we are going to. Uh, oh, I got to close. What a hard time tonight. And I'm the one drinking. There, I'm drinking too. But uh, oh, that looks like uh, what's that uh, clown posse band? Insane clown posse. Yeah. The cl- <laughs> anyway, uh, two stories tonight, ladies and gentlemen, about seagulls. Now, before we get into it, do you have seagulls in New York? Yeah, over at Rockaway, Rockaway Beach, Coney Island. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I'm I'm like in the Great Lakes, so we have seagulls everywhere here. Mm-hmm. I will mention when I was down like in Fort Myers, Florida, I never saw a seagull. Pelicans, other weird birds, no seagulls on on the water at all. Yeah, that yeah, they they like you said they have more like the pelicans and things like that. The uh um uh, what are what are the, the the big things that stand on one leg? Oh, herons? No. Uh, uh they're the pink flamingo. Flamingos. Flamingos, yeah. They have yeah. Flamingos and shit like that. Which uh, we got to get to the stories, but uh, where do seagulls go in the winter? We need some fact checkers. I don't know. Because all the other birds, like, they fly south, don't they? Yes, they fly south for the winter. Where do where the seagulls go? I don't know. Someone, anyone out there, put it in chat. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Cave Crew Radio at gmail.com. Where do seagulls go in the winter? Because I don't see them. Anyway, back to the seagulls. What do we got? Uh, well, the first story of the night comes from Reuters. Uh, the headline reads, Belgian town organizes seagull imitation championship. Well, they go to Germany. There's the answer to our question. There you go. Uh, the Belgian coastal town of Depan organized on Sunday the third European seagull screeching championship where a jury crowned the best imitation of the bird's distinctive shriek. Around 50 participants uh, took part in the contest, including first-timers and returning participants. Each was judged by a professional jury, a professional jury, ladies and gentlemen, of seagull <laughs> imitation. Excuse me. A Each was judged jury. by a professional jury. What do you do for a living? Oh, I judge seagull imitations. That's as bad as trying to be a social influencer. That's as bad as a TikTok influencer. Um, Hi, I work at the grocery store by day. But if you want to know the truth, I'm a professional juror. 
Each was judged by a professional jury, which awarded 15 points for how well they imitated the seagull's sound and five points for their behavior. So this is this is like this is like uh, aviate, aviary LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that. A-V-A-I-R-A-Y, I guess. LARPing. Aviary LARPing. Yeah, we'll have to check the spelling on that later. But I, I, I'm thinking same as you. Like they have those, uh, they have those contests at the fair where you know you call out a suey or whatever it is. You know, like yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like or, or you cockle doodle do or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you do. But uh, I, I don't even know the sound that a seagull makes, and I've been around them forever. I don't know what a se- I don't know the sound a seagull makes, nor do I know its behavior. So what are they doing that that they have to imitate their behavior? Are they are they you know taking headers off the the the, the roof of the building into a pool to get fish? No, they don't do that. They're, they're they're scavengers. They're like rats. They're like raccoons. Yeah, but they're, don't they dive into the water to get fish and come out? Never seen that. I see them on the beach. I see them in parking lots. Like if someone throws out a, you know, a part of a bun from a burger, they're all fighting over it. The best thing to do is seagulls, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have seagulls in your area, try this at home. Break up some Alka-Seltzer and throw it on the beach. They'll explode. So, so basically what you're saying is that in order for them to imitate their behavior, please don't make seagulls explode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> in order for in order for them to, I need to reconcile myself on that. I apologize. <laughs> in order for them to imitate their behavior, they have to dig through a dumpster while shrieking like a seagull and come up with like old French fries, basically. I am going to start taking random pictures of seagulls because as the summer comes and there's there's less whatever, I don't know what they do in the winter. I got to figure it out. But they will be in parking lots like a mile inland and like you start throwing them french fries, it's like your dog eating cheese. I'm telling you, they'll, they'll go nuts. Ah, my dog eats cheese. They shit everywhere. <laughs> it, should, it should bind them. No, it does the opposite. Okay. It's, it's a dairy. Dairy does not bind anything. Dairy enhances things. Okay. All right. Uh, participating for the first time, Yarmo, a 21-year-old architecture student from Eindhoven uh, in the Netherlands, won the crown for the best seagull sound. Seagulls are often despised by the public because of their intrusive behavior, and the contest also aims at changing their image. We thought, why not get more sympathy for those seagulls? Because they're part of the coast, and there's no coast without seagulls. And then you get a bunch of fucking idiots like that, and that woman doesn't even have the courtesy to put on a bra in that picture. Oh. I'm trying not to look at this. Uh, it's like, anyway. Uh, that's it for that story. All right. So, anyway, folks, if you don't know what a seagull is, it is an intrusive bird. It's a. It's like a raccoon. It's like a rat. It's uh, uh, they're scavengers. 
but apparently in Belgium, uh, you know, they need them. Maybe they eat something that we don't They're know revered. about. But in another country, they don't feel the same way about seagulls. <laughs> I love this picture. This next one comes from the BBC.com. Headline reads, Blackpool Zoo recruiting human oops, oops, seagull oops. deterrence. I, that would not be a deterrent. I know. I, I, hang on. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And I want to hide it. I there would much go. rather see the, the Mike Jolitz Twitter shits picture than this idiot in the... It suit. is coming up after the news. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, Getting excited about seagulls right now. <laughs> Blackpool Zoo in, in Lancashire uh, put up the advert after bosses said the birds had been persistently stealing food from the visitors <laughs> and animal enclosures. I told you that's what they do. These they are aggressive. Candidates. They're very aggressive. Uh, the successful candidates would join the visitor services team as seagull deterrents. Those taking on the roles would need to be outgoing and comfortable wearing a bird costume. <laughs> would you feel comfortable wearing that bird costume in the corner not, of our screen? Not even a little bit. No, me either. I'd rather yeah, be a, a tra I'd rather be I, a transvestite. I have a question. Before sure. I read further, and it's not in this story. If you sign up to be one of these people, and presumably that's the outfit that you got to be in, what happens when you got to take a piss? <laughs> I look on that on that line of topic, and I'm kind of swaying a little bit. But you ever see those people that dress up on the side of the street holding the signs and shit? Yes. Or, or for that matter, what about the guy playing Mickey Mouse at Disney? What if you got to piss? That's I, a have, great question. We have these uh, we have these uh, idiots here in New York that paint themselves silver and stand there in one position for nine hours a day like they're statues. Right. What happens if you got to piss? I guess they don't drink water. Maybe they, you know, do shots until they dry themselves up. I have no idea. I almost got into a fight with one of them years ago. <laughs> this fucking moron is, is, is by, I used to work by Union Square in Manhattan. This fucking moron's painted himself and he's standing there like this or whatever he's doing. I said uh, to the person I was with, I said, go give him a high five. And the idiot painted in silver said, don't you dare touch me. I said, shut up. You're supposed to be a statue. Statues don't talk. And I, you know, kept walking and he started muttering some dumb shit. But, you know, it's like, what are you doing? You were like You're giving the Tin Man his oil. Like you, you got a statue going. Hey, and he's just standing there, you know, whatever his hand out or whatever. And you know, I wasn't even talking to him. I was talking to the person I was with. I said, "Oh, go give him a high five. Not even like you know, being a dick about it. Just you know, he's got his hand out. Yeah, go give him a high five. And he wants to start talking. I said, "Shut the fuck up. You're a statue. You don't talk." <laughs> An asshole. <laughs> uh, the, ad the advert reads, at Blackpool Zoo, it goes without saying that we love all animals. And as a seaside resort, Blackpool is not short of seagulls. However, 
The seagulls are providing are proving to be a bit of a nuisance when it comes to trying to steal food from our visitors and our animal enclosures. We need to do what we can to keep the seagulls away from our main visitor dining areas. Those interested are asked to contact the zoo. Now, do you just have to stand there in the costume or like I'm watching this geek and and, and he's got his arms out. Do you have to like go around like ooh? <laughs> I and I, went, I wonder if any tourists at the Blackpool Zoo are going to say, hey, can I get a selfie with you, Mr. Seagull deterrent guy? I was curious if they had to act like, you know, you know, those little those blow up things in front of used car lots. Where yes. You know, yeah, yes. They're flanging I, everywhere. Yeah. Yes. I was curious if that's what they had to do or if they had just had to stand there like that, like a scarecrow. So you have to stand like this all day. I, listen, and I know. You know, yeah, like 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 a Buckingham Palace guard or something. Right. You, you can't even like wipe your brow. But I'll tell you right now, I don't know what you do. But I would definitely be getting a picture with this thing. I would be saying to Isbia or Jake, "Hey, grab the camera. I'm gonna go over to the Captain Seagull deterrent guy, <laughs> and I want a picture of this." Is that on your resume? Is that on my resume? No, no, I'm saying, not you. I'm saying, oh. would you put that on your resume? Like, you know, from this year to this year, I worked, uh, you know, in accounting uh, for whatever. Yeah. Uh, then I worked in finance for whatever. Then I was a seagull deterrent. <laughs> <laughs> Does that go on the resume? You know what? But I guarantee you the person interviewing you would remember you for that job. Like, I guess. So if, you, if you're down to like four or five people and the guy actually did work in accounting and he had good skills, you go, I kind of like that uh, Seagull deterrent guy. <laughs> he was going through a rough time. It, uh, it shows uh, initiative. He would be forever known as the Seagull deterrent guy. At least he didn't go on TikTok and try and be a fucking influencer. Uh, 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 Jody, I need, uh, I need help with a payroll question. Go ask the seagull deterrent. <laughs> STG, they would call him at work. The seagull deterrent guy. STG, STG, we need, uh, some help. If you could, uh, you know, dust off your feathers for a second. <laughs> Excuse me, STG, I have, I have a question in Excel. When I do a V lookup, uh, you know, it doesn't do this. Did you experience that in your seagull deterrence job? Yeah. And how did you fix it? And Big B, guaranteed in the lunchroom, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, STG, SD, I keep saying T. I'm thinking of sexual diseases. STG, uh, by the way, what did you do if you had to take a piss? That would be my interview question. Yeah. Like if I was interviewing the guy, I'd be like, I see you were a seagull deterrent and you wore that stupid costume. What'd you do when you had to piss? That'd be the only question I'd ask. So we thought that guy was stupid, but I mean, this is kind of moronic too, in my opinion. I read this story and I, I didn't know if you'd choose it or not, but uh, apparently it works. Um, okay. Works for him-ish. Yeah. This next story comes from the Indian Express. It's the journalism of courage. Is what it's 
I'm going to write that down. Uh, yeah, like well, while you're writing it down, just a random fact, I heard the other day uh, that within the next month, India is going to be the most populous country in the world. I always thought it was China. I always thought it was China as well. And uh, India is a little bit smaller, I would think, as far as landmass goes. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they fuck like rabbits over in India. <laughs> When they're doing those weird dances with the, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try that in the bedroom tomorrow. I'm gonna. We're hello, Isbia. The hockey game's over. Now we're gonna play Bollywood. It's Diwali. Let's fuck under the Diwali tree. <laughs> this next story, ladies and gentlemen, comes from the Indian Press. The headline reads: Sunscreen for car. Homeopathic doctor coats car with cow dung to beat the heat. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of the story, but I have an observation, and you can see it in this picture. When I get when when we get there, I will have an observation. Yes, and I can make it larger. Uh, a homeopathic doctor from Sagar uh, or, or Sagar, uh, a city in uh, Madhya Pradesh, uh, has devised a way to keep his car cool. Against the growing heat, Sushil Sagar, who currently uh, posted at the Kurai Kurai Civil Hospital, whatever happened to uh, I, I should <laughs> uh, I plastered his car with cow dung. Cow dung, yes. While explaining his approach to the uh, to the news agency, uh, the doctor said it often happens in summer that the sheet on the top of the car draws heat and increases the temperature inside the car by applying cow dung coating the in uh, by applying the cow dung coating the inside temperature of the car does not rise the heat that is felt while sitting inside the car during summer is avoided with this now this is where i want to make my observation right, let me uh, bring this so up let's bring the picture forward Yes. So as you see here, he's got his hand over the cow dung covered car. Yes. Uh, now, anyone that has ever experienced any type of summer understands that when you roll up the windows uh, and you you know you close your car and your car is in direct sunlight, the car heats up not because the car itself is in direct sunlight because the sun is going through the windows which magnifies the heat inside the car. Right, but it also heats the metal as well, right? Well, it heats the metal on the outside of the car. Yeah, okay. On the inside of the car the uh, sunlight is going uh, through the windows and it magnifies the heat. It acts like a magnifying glass. You know when you put you, you, you put a magnifying glass to a sunbeam it can set things on fire. Or you can kill mosquitoes or whatever, yeah. Or ants or whatever, yes. It, but it's the same concept as a car window, right? The sun is beating down on the car. The sun is going through the window and magnifying inside the car and heating it up, which is why you see pe people in places, uh, very hot places like Arizona, they put that, you know, screen in the front. Yeah, of the that, that tinfoil thing, the, yeah. Right, the tinfoil thing, yeah. and that keeps the car cool. Why? Because the sun is not beating down inside the car. Cow shit on top of the car, <laughs> but not on the windows. 
will not cool the car down because the hood does not directly affect the internal temperature of the car. Now, here's, here's can I add a question? Because I had a thought Please. on this. Well, go ahead, finish yours, and no, then I'll... Yeah, go, go. I want to. No, no. So, so my thing is, is, is you know, you hit that one button in your car, and it kind of circulates outside air mm. to assist the air conditioner. Right. Would it not stink, especially in a hundred and thirty degree, to, you know, New Delhi summers? Well, or Kathmandu, wherever the fuck he is. Well, so. Unless he's putting the cow shit over the air intakes, it shouldn't stink inside the car. But the car itself will stink to high heaven because it's cow shit in 130 degrees. <laughs> if you I want mean. to test it out this summer, if you haven't a dog, take your dog and put it out front during a heat wave and then smell it after a day in the sun. Yeah. It stinks like hot shit. Yeah. And that's what the car... It's the Suzuki hot shit. <laughs> New for 2023. <sighs> that's my observation. Uh, he also added that since the car remains cool because of the cow dung coating, the AC works better and faster. He also claimed that the, the simple cow dung coating can last for around two months, if not disturbed by water. So well, you, that would cause a problem with anything. So, so not only does he cover his car in cow shit, if they don't get rain in two months in India, like I don't know if they have dry periods, or I have no idea the weather patterns in India. But let's say they go two months without any rain. He has now have rotting cow shit on his car. It's got to stink worse than when he initially put it on. And where is he getting that amount of cow <laughs> shit to coat his car with? Well, they and don't... how is he doing it where he's like a paint job? You know, is he taping the windows as he's smearing cow shit on his car? Again, they don't give us these answers. The only thing I can tell you is cows are holy. Uh, in India, so they don't kill cows, right? They, I, I, I believe, and please, any Hindu listeners, don't lash out at me, but I believe they think they evolve uh, into a cow in the next life. Like that would be pleasant. Um, yeah, I, I think you're correct. They don't eat beef. I, I believe, yeah. Yes. They also um, bathe in the river Ganges. Remember that. They also Is throw their dead bodies in the river Ganges. Uh, anyhow, that's for another time. That's for our, that's for our upcoming 2023. In the fall of 2023, that's for our history show. Ooh, our yeah, history. Our new history show, ladies and gentlemen. As the video of uh, Sushil Cigar, Cigar's unique approach went viral on Instagram, many netizens... I didn't know that was a word, but apparently that's the citizens of the net. Oh, guy was going to ask internet. what that was. I've never the heard netizens. of it. Yeah, I okay. fucking hate people. Uh, <laughs> appeared unconvinced by his trick. Commenting on the video in which Cigar drives his car and explains the heat resistance properties of cow dung, an Instagram user wrote, Honestly, he seems like a nice man with his heart in the right place, but I think his mind is affected uh, being around 
by Gobar. I don't know what the fuck Gobar is. G-O-B-A-R. B-A-R. No idea. Another person maybe said, that's Indian for maybe sense. that's Indian for cow dung. I have no idea. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. Let's let's run with that. Uh, Indian for cow? Just sure. Yeah. Um, I have no Instagram, idea. An Instagram user wrote, "I don't know it will work on a car, but in villages we've been using cow dung for many years on walls." Which cools inner te- the inner temperature of the house. Does anyone want to move to India? And by the way, if Amanda if Amanda's listening to this show, I think they need a sensi salesperson when they're putting cow dung on the wall. They definitely need something, uh, a nice little uh, vanilla mint, maybe, <coughs> yeah, to, to cover uh, the cow dung. This to is to this cover is the a, cow shit. This by is the way, getting I'm more done abs- with my drink. All right, but then you're gonna have to have a beer or a peanut butter or whiskey. Well, I have I have a beer here, but but my wife said this is a triple. Yeah, she said there's six shots of alcohol in here. Well, you're doing and, fantastic. I might. I'm add. done. Uh, you're pronouncing words that you know six months ago you never would have attempted. You know when you drink and you get to the point like if you're shooting pool or playing darts, you get to that drunk point where you can't miss anything. No, you're so focused. You're like. Again, it's like maybe our hockey team should do that because you're like you're beyond the point of any anxiety at that point. That's right. You you get in a bedroom with a red hot chick and you think you're Ron Jeremy. Like I get it. I know where you're coming from. Alcohol is so much better than the fucking devil's lettuce, ladies and gentlemen. The devil's lettuce, ladies and gentlemen. We've gone to 1977. <laughs> it's an after-school special with DK and the yeah. devil's lettuce. You don't need the devil's lettuce. All that will do is make you eat fucking those, what's that Halloween treat? Those corn. Candy corns? Candy corns. That's all you're going to do on that wacko tobacco. Candy corn is terrible. Have a couple drinks. The world is yours. Look at, look at Biden. He's president now. I, 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 that's one of the reasons why I drink to forget that. Yeah. Anyway, we done with this one. Yes, we are uh, done. With great that. story, by the way. I, I, I can't imagine. I, I do have a question before I pull up the next story, real quick, and mm-hmm. I hope we have enough time to get to the Florida stuff. But anyway, um, when they're putting the cow dung on the walls. Do you, like, get, like, a paint roller? Like, do you got to add water to the shit if it's a, you know, if they're not, if it's not runny? Oh, if it's a, if it, if it's a particularly dry shit? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What, do you, do you have to dilute it? Put it in the blender? Do you put it, I was just going to say, do you put it in the blender? And then, you know, after you're done with your cow shit mix, do you mix a martini in the blender as well? You know, like, what do you do? How does this work? But I, I can need... see them with a roller, you know. Oh, summer's coming. No air conditioning in Bangladesh. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, like... need, I need to find the Bob Ross of cow shit painting. Yeah. yeah. And find out how this is done. And do they, like, have interior decorators that come along? You know, like, you know, you put, like, paint or plaster on a wall and someone will come along and with spatulas and do weird shit. Mm-hmm. And put like this pattern on your wall and it looks really cool. Is there like interior decorators of cow shit for summer? 
Do they come around and match like the drapes with the cow shit? Yeah, exactly. The color goes great with cow dung. These flowers will accent the shit on the walls. And, and could you imagine the wife yelling at the husband? I told you I didn't want the dark brown shit. <laughs> I wanted the baby, the baby green pea colored shit. I wanted the one with a little less fiber. Look, I want textured walls, so give me all the peanuts in there. <laughs> and is there like dye kits that you can buy if the poo is in the right? Uh... Can you go to Lowe's? Is, do they have Valspar shit? <laughs> We're having too much fun with this, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we do the show. All week, we have responsibilities. As soon as we're off air, we got responsibilities again, if you were listening to the epicenter. Um, I got shit chip cards. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, can can you go to Farmer Bill or the local monks or wherever they go in India? I don't, I, I don't know what the hell the, the thing is. Can I get some samples to bring home to the wife? <laughs> you got any light brown? Yeah. I'm looking it's for the spring. west wall. It normally heats up to about 110. I'm going to need a really thick coat. I'm trying to do an accent wall. <laughs> Maybe a little. If, if you got a, a particularly green one, you know, there was a lot of grass eaten. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I think that would look nice on my accent wall behind my couch. Yeah, uh, honey. Next year, I really, really want to experiment. Let's do cow diarrhea. I would like to. I would like to match the shit with the TV. So when I mount the wall, the mount the TV on the shit covered wall, it kind of all looks like it blends in. Do you see, ladies and gentlemen, why this show has been so successful and lasted so long? We could probably go on for another forty five minutes throwing shit jokes at each other <laughs> without any problems whatsoever. Anyway, let's 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 go to something more feasible, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, this young lady uh, is apparently a uh, chancellor of God, mm -hmm. but she has a odd job, doesn't she? Uh, she's well, odd for some, maybe not for others. Not for uh, me. I subscribed yesterday. I really did, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You can't take everything we say verbatim. We don't paint our walls with cow dung, okay? Speak for yourself. All right, go ahead. Do it. I'd like to see <laughs> the cave in cow dung. Uh, next story comes from the NewYorkPost.com. Headline reads, I'm a proud Christian porn star. God put me on earth to enjoy sexual pleasure. God. This sinful stunner is making an unholy confession. A Christian OnlyFans star says she felt more connected to her faith since she kickstarted her kinky career seven years ago and now believes God put her on earth to help liberate other women from their sexual shame. So you're getting fucking banged by random men for money and God approves of this. God what is the name of her church, Big B? What is the name of her church? Because we should join. Uh, I don't know. We wouldn't what have to God? do that. Uh, we wouldn't have to do that. What do you call that? Uh, reconciling. God wanted her to engage 
in anal DP. <laughs> Since we were talking excited. about shit, we had to go to the back end. I was kind of thinking of her pussy, but you went the other way. All good. We're still, I, you know, I got shit on the brain. What do you know? <laughs> it's a Christian glory hole, ladies and gentlemen. Hole while I write things down. She's a very attractive woman. But I mean, the folks, you got to realize people will do anything to gain an edge. Uh, I don't know the story yet. Big B's going to tell us. But I mean, there's lots of women with big boobs fucking guys on OnlyFans. I heard it from a friend. Um, and, and it's going to... How can I gain an upper hand? How can I put myself in the spotlight? The Google search I had everyone. I know I'm going to say I'm a Christian and God told me to do this. This is like a Hellraiser movie. Uh, you can tell we've been doing this show a long time and we know all the tricks because that's probably 100% correct. I need an edge to get followers. Where can I get my niche? Oh, I'm a I'm a religious right. slut taking dildos in the ass. It doesn't matter what you call yourself, lady. You might be sitting at the right hand of God. You're still a slut. Fucking whore. But, but then again, Jim Jones, David Koresh, they were religious too. Look what happened. That's true. Uh, and, and especially in the case of, of David Koresh, he had sex with everybody. Yes, he did. And he, uh, Courtney he, Delia. He, <laughs> he was the Waco influencer. He was. Yeah, he, boy, he was. He he was the the fucking. Uh, uh, he was the Waco playboy. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Courtney T Courtney Tilia, who was thirty five years old, by the way. That lovely young woman is thirty five years old. She looks well. She looks great. Yeah. Uh, made the declaration during an interview with the Daily Star on Sunday, saying. God's message has been abundantly clear. I'm here to be a porn star. This is my way of serving. Yeah, I am Sodom of Gomorrah in the modern day. I promise no one's going to turn to salt this time. Before I left teaching, I felt <laughs> super disconnected from myself and also God. I didn't know what my life's purpose was or how I was meant to help others. But apparently she found out she's meant to help others to ejaculate all over her face. <laughs> I got to exert the Holy Ghost with my semen. I need the Holy cum. All over. <laughs> it feels good. You know, it's good it for the skin. It's not so much the people doing this that disturbs me is if she's famous enough to be on our show and in other newspapers and in other shows is the dumb fucks that believe this. Right. I think that's what bothers me more than anything is not the subject of the story. Those are the same people that when they go to the strip club, they think the strippers actually like them. Those yeah. are the exact same people yeah. that will believe that God told her to do this. Yeah, agree. Back in 2016, Telia 
found the courage to quit the classroom and begin an OnlyFans account with the support of her husband, Nick. Not the fact that people make, you know, could make millions of dollars on OnlyFans because God told her to. But I got to say something here real quick. Isby is not doing this, and I'm not downplaying my wife or anything like that. But if I was Nick, I'd be like, I don't got to work eight hours a day, five days a week anymore. <laughs> you, you, you are blessed. Go do your thing. Just make sure I get half of it. There you go. The ex-educator admits she initially felt ashamed of her X-rated escapades before she slowly began to realize that her strict Christian upbringing was the cause of her guilt. You didn't feel guilty about your initial X-rated escapades. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done them. She obviously missed reconciliation. That's right. We, she can come with us tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, that'd go over well with Mrs. B. <laughs> well, she has to go into a booth, and Lord knows what's going to happen in the booth. Yeah, so. well, I don't think he likes girls. But anyway. Uh, I had so much sexual shame of my own at first. I remember being at a photo shoot that had several porn stars, and I was so triggered I could feel the judgments that society and religion had instilled in me, and I was very aware of it. Uh, the part of me, uh, that part of me felt like their sexual choices and expression were wrong and immoral. I even felt wrong by the association in that moment. But that didn't feel like God telling me to feel that way. Telia's OnlyFans career quickly took off with fawning fans helping her to shake off the, sa the shame she acquired. Empowered by the joy she brought her new subscribers as well as the boon to her bank account. <laughs> that is the entire point of this story. It's, it's like the devil on your shoulder. Every single man watching that or woman, whatever they are, they're whacking off and they're going, no, honey, you, you, you're completely right. God sent you. And, and she's like, yeah, counting the dollars. Now, way back when, uh, you had only fans? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess this was back in the 90s. Uh, famed defensive play player in the NFL, Reggie White. Yes, I remember oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Christian. Christian guy. Yeah. Played for the Eagles initially. Yeah, yeah. very, very religious. Very, yeah. very, 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 very religious. Played for the Eagles initially. Became a free agent. The Green Bay Packers offered him, I don't even remember the amount of money at the time, uh, you know, compared to the contracts now, it was minuscule. So let's say, you know, $20 million. Just yeah. off the top of my head. I yeah. don't know. The Green Bay Packers offered him $20 million, which was the highest offer. He took that offer. That was the highest offer he had in free agency that year. He took that offer, but he went and said, God told him to take that offer. Not the fact that that was the highest offer of any NFL team, and he was the highest defensive player ever, earning $20 million. God told him to. And, and, and listen, in defense of Reggie, I could buy into it. How much did he give to charity and how much did he keep? Um, right? That, that, that's, 
if God tells you to take 20 million and you only keep a million to yourself, I get it. Well, I'm sure if you've seen any documentary on Reggie White and saw his house, uh, he didn't just keep a million dollars. Right. So, again, we call bullshit. Correct. And that's the same here. So the, the key sentence is the boon to her bank account. That is the key sentence to this entire story. The liberated mom recognized that her new career was actually a part of God's plan. Uh, I now reject any teaching or institutions that depict God as an entity to be feared or to be judged by. God is loving, not fearful, and accepting, not judgmental, she declared. We are not meant to suppress or deny things like our pleasure and sexual expression. Uh, instead, we're meant to enjoy and embody them fully as God has intended. And I agree that God uh, intends for us to live joyfully. However, the very first story in the Bible is about that bitch eating the apple. Uh, original sin, yes. Just saying. Anything else? Oh, there's, it, it goes on, but that's that's the gist of the story. All right. So, anyway, yeah, like we believe that, right, folks? Uh, all right, here's here's what we're going to do. We're, we have to go to Twitter shits. Um, as we so often do on the show, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have time to get into the talking FLA, we will have a complete Talking FLA special next week. If you have come for Talking FLA, don't fret. We always get to it. But exclusively, excuse me, here on Cave Crew Radio is Mike Jolitz's other segment. And I got to get my pen ready because I have a kind of a segment after the segment. It's called Twitter Shits, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're not on Twitter, don't worry. We got you covered. Now, it's time for another edition of Twitter Shits with Mike Jolitz. Mike Jolitz, Twitter Shits. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads the fucking shit. All right. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Twitter shits. Yes, everybody, it's time for the Twitter shits again. And as a returning guest, I have the ever-tweeting Rob Reiner. All right, so Rob Reiner's tweet reads, Tucker's now free to spread his bullshit elsewhere. There's the story. Now I read the tweets. At I'm so bored tweeted, and he will get another job. But what about Don Mon? At Suckafatty tweeted, Tucker will be back in the media and you'll go back to crying about it. Enjoy this short success. <laughs> At Blow Me It's Christmas tweeted, I can't wait to see what Tucker comes up with because he will be bigger and better. <laughs> At I'm Retarded tweeted, Rob Reiner, your net worth is $200 million. Tucker Carlson is worth $400 million. And I don't care what you say. <laughs> 
at Brown Eye Blind tweeted, You're going to miss him on Fox, aren't you? At Jack Mehoff tweeted, You mean Fox can't hold him back anymore? At Tricky Dick tweeted, He's on to bigger and better things, Rob. Let it go. At I Like Big Butts tweeted, Why did he go to Epstein Island, Rob? At Joni Loves Chachi tweeted, Hey, how'd you get that blue check mark? At Elf Peter tweeted, It's all about the hate with you, isn't it, Rob? All about the hate. At The Drunk Police tweeted, Listen to Rob, everyone. He's the authority on facts and speedos. <laughs> it's a horrible image. At Let's Go Branded tweeted, This propaganda tweet was paid for by the Democratic Party. At The Wizard of It tweeted, Keep spreading your bullshit, Rob, just like you spread your cheeks. Ooh. At Mike Not Me tweeted, Isn't it funny? Tucker has 6 million followers and you have just 2.2. <laughs> you were on TV, you are in movies, made movies, and yet you can't find another 4 million people who think your opinion is worth a shit. Or the toilet paper that's stuck to the bottom of your shoe. Poor, poor, pitiful you. <laughs> At Hershey Squirts tweeted, Who pulled the binky out of your mouth? At Dave M tweeted, Yay! Tucker is unleashed. No more holding back to keep his job. At Craig's Piss tweeted, Don't get too giddy, Reiner. He's not going away. <coughs> At Sir Hates A Lot tweeted, Why are you like this, Rob? This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that does it for the Twitter shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be back next week with some more Twitter shit. Alright, later. Bye bye. Alright, so my part of the show, kind of my segment, Big B, you're you're getting used to it, is I write down what I call the Twitter handles. Mm-hmm. Almost like if you're on the CB radio and you're like, uh, breaker, breaker, this is Billy Bob. Uh, I, I, I have my favorites. Uh, number five. And feel free to add if you, if you have any, ladies and gentlemen, or you, Big B. I have one. Uh, nostalgically, I liked Joni Loves Chachi. Yes. Always good. Yeah. Um, I also liked, again, probably really simple, but I found it creative. I like big butts. <laughs> and I cannot lie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I also liked Suck a Fatty. Suck a Fatty. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm between two. What did you have written down? I'm curious. I had Jack Mehoff. Oh, I didn't catch that one. That's good. Jack Mehoff. Yeah, I was between two. I, I didn't catch Jack Mehoff. That's that that's good. Like um, so I became between these two, and um, you know. Remember, folks, these are handles, so it's it's nothing really too funny. But I did like blow me at Christmas. <laughs> but my favorite one, and I don't know why, 
but it caught me and I put a star by it was The Wizard of It. The Wizard of It. Instead of Oz. Right. I really like that. I don't know why. The Wizard of It. The Wizard of It. We need to we need to put up we need to make a, a full segment of the the handle of the week. Well, I'm hoping you're writing these down, but you're not. Uh, but I'm not. No, that's I, okay. I can, I can going forward because you write them down. Well, I do, but then I throw them away when I oh, type right, into the okay. computer, and we'd have to go back and listen because I think when we do the uh, the year end awards, mm-hmm. we should do that again. Best Twitter handle should be. You know, okay. so so that going forward, I will write down your picks. All right, for best Twitter handle, and I think a lot of these come back. But I'm I, I like, I'm listening. I, I like the one you got. I didn't I didn't catch that one, but I'm listening. I'm going, yeah, that's good. But that's and I don't know why I chose the Wizard of It. I just thought, you know, the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of It. That, right, right. How, how do you come up with that shit? Like, I liked I liked your second place one. Blow me at blow Christmas. me at Christmas. Like, it's like <laughs> no other time of the year, just at Christmas. Just at Christmas, I I I, I absolutely love it. So oh, look, nice Christmas present under the tree, a blowjob. Exactly. So we're 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 getting to the point of the show where talking FLA is going to have to go to next week, and that's fine. So let's just kind of digest things or, or, or go into something else. I mean, we've we've covered a lot of stuff. Right. We've talked about seagulls. We've talked about cow dung on walls and cars. And we talked about the Christian uh, porn star. Um, there was another one. I don't remember it. Mike Joel, it's uh, exclusively on CCR. Um. Oh, and of course the Weavers. <laughs> well, my theory on, on I'm so uh, excited about Jolitz, that. Why Mike Joel is as as you know exclusively on on Cave Crew Radio now? I believe the Weavers are behind this. I firmly believe that the Weavers have made a stance against Mike Jolitz and the Jolitz family, and have uh, digitally uh, banned him. So do you think Mike Jones is kind of playing like a little digital game of Red Rover, Red Rover, let Jolis come over? Well, I, I, I think that he knows that we always have his back. Yeah. We will never capitulate to any special interest group. Right. And if the Weavers dared to try to shut us down, we would fight back. Trespassers. Whereas Whereas, you know, Spotify and Spreaker, and they will just, you know, bend to the demands right. of the of the, of the, uh, the minorities, uh, the, the not the minorities, the, the minority voice. Right. Or especially if they have money, like it will slip you a little bit of money to get Joel. It's out of the way. Right. So that's why I think the we because Mike Joel, it's wanted the weavers out of his neighborhood. For so long and wanted them to sell their house much quicker than they actually did. They have taken up 
digital arms against Mike Jolitz and the Jolitz. And we're kind of like the cactus by their screen door. You know, every time they walk outside, they get pins in their ass. Yes. We are the cactus by the screen door. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, there's been people coming in and out of here all night. No one wants to say anything. I don't know why. We're very friendly. From time to time. My playoff beard is itching the shit out of me. Wait, now, now can you can I see a side profile real quick? I, I don't grow it very well. I was going to say, do you sh- are you shaving? Like, are you just getting yeah, a line I, I, as I, you're yeah, shaving? Yeah, I'm trying to still, I still have to resemble professionalism. So I'm not as bad as Mitch Marner. If you if you've seen his little hair here and here, the, you know he's like, I'm gonna hit puberty, and one of these ten million dollars gonna buy me puberty. I just know it. Soon enough. Yeah, I I, I change in the transvestite dressing room. But um, anyway, shouldn't pick on my own team like that. So I'm trimming down here, and like I shave my neck because my neck drives me nuts when I have hair on it. So right, okay. Yeah, but normally, so, those of you that know me, I, I wear a goatee. That's it. And I also trim it. Like, you don't trim yours. I normally get the trimmer like every three days and mm-hmm. shave off the excess. I, 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 I trim the split ends. Well, that's, that's very cosmopolitan of you. <laughs> Excuse me. So, so DK has become a metrosexual with his fucking beard. He's a tri- he goes he goes to the fucking salon for his beard treatment. No, that would be Stu, not me. You're worried about you're worried about beard split ends. No, but I like I just like I don't know why because we talked on the pre-show. My team's probably going to get eliminated again for the umpteenth time in 19 years because my Kid was born in 2004, and that's the last time they won. But I, you know, I got to go to work, and so I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll grow in these extraneous areas and uh, support my team. Yeah. Now you was now you were saying it's it's starting to itch. It it's just like fucking nuts. I'm telling you. See, I used to have you remember. I used to have a full beard. Yeah. And that's what my, any number of the animations have me have, having a full beard. I had a full beard for a very, very long time. I I had a full beard since I was since uh, I was uh, I graduated high school. And uh, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, whenever it was, I don't remember. I start, you know, you get gray. I'm getting older. You're getting gray yeah. through the beard. So you know, I would trim it every so often. And when I would trim it because of the grays, it would kind of blend in and it looked like it wasn't there anymore. So my wife just said. Why don't you just shave your, just have your goatee? I said, uh, I never, you know, I never thought about it. I was like, all right, why not? So I did it. And now I can't stand when it gets to the point of, after a couple of days, if I don't shave, it's very, very itchy. Yeah. That's like how I, I had feel. a beard for decades, but now I can't stand getting any type of hair over here. It gets itchy and I have to shave. It's an anomaly. Ladies and gentlemen. See, when you're younger, this is part of the thing of getting older. When you're younger, you can tolerate a lot more things. Well, I could tolerate an itchy face to get that beard and look cool. Now that I'm older, I don't give a fuck. It's itchy. I want it off. 
<clears throat> Listen, and that's the other part of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is when you're younger, you want it. You want that beard. You want to look older. You want to look more mature. Now you look at yourself and you go, that's putting 10 years on me. Because I'm all gray. The only thing that's not gray anymore is the mustache. But I don't yeah, want to be burnt. My hair is gray. I, well, my hair is pure gray. But, yeah. and I'm not dying it. Like, I am who I am. At least I have a full head of hair. And I'm, I'm getting older. I'm in my 50s now. You know what I mean? But the only thing that's not gray is this mustache. I mean, I could put on the Burt Reynolds, but I don't like mustaches. Like, it's just, I don't want to be Magnum P.I. I, I, I get it. I get it. I, yeah. You know, luckily, so far, as you can tell, you know, I'm not gray in the hair, and I have all my hair, you know, under my hat. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm gray in the, the beard and the mustache. It's coming. It's, I, I was know, gray I, when I was 18, I though. More I, grays I had some gray hair head. when I was 18. I was like, still had the odd gray hair. It's my stress, or I don't know. Well, I, I see it more. Like, I see more grays yeah. coming in on my hair. But, you know, as of right now, you know, I still, I don't dye anything. This is all my natural hair color. So, uh, grays haven't take, fully taken over yet. But I was told. And I go to a barber now, so it's a little different. I am now into the barber, sculpting, all that shit. But I was at this one stylist one time, and the woman told me, she goes, you know, sir, people would pay to have your hair color. And they do. And they do. I'm like, all right. I'm just glad I'm not bald. And, you know, like, I still got it on my head and... You're very, you're very special that you go to a stylist, though. No, no. Now I go to a barber. And Most people go to barbers. You go to a stylist. No, I go to a barber. I'm just saying a while back that happened. I'm telling you a story about the past. Uh-huh. Anyway, listen. There's hockey on. There's food to eat. I got Chinese food, by the way. Ooh. It's time to, to name the show. Rice. It's time to name the show. Um... I don't know if these are. I, I have only one that I want to nominate for for the show name. Still don't know how to spell it, um, but definitely a show note. You're a statue, and you don't talk. That's right, hundred percent a show note, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Suzuki hot shit. Um, that's very cosmopolitan of you. Uh, a professional jury. Mm, yes. Also from the, uh, the epicenter tonight, reconciled yourself. <laughs> but back to when we were talking about birds, ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea how to spell it. I'm going to have to go through Google search. Aviary LARPing <laughs> is my nomination for the show. Big B, you've been busy tonight. you got to have six. Uh, I have five. Okay, I was close. I, I must say, uh, I will give you my 
entry for a show name at the end. Okay. But I like aviary LARPing. That was good. Uh, I don't know. So, I have no clue how to spell it, ladies and gentlemen, but we'll work through it. Uh, first, I don't even know if that's a real saying. Well, aviary, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Uh-huh. Um, uh, um, and LARPing is live action role play. Okay, LARPing. That's what people. You know, the people that go to like medieval times and pretend to be knights and shit. Oh, see, now I thought it was like birds squawking. See, you learn no, something no, no, new. No. That was the. Th- these are the people pretending to be the bird things. Right. So it's aviary LARPing. L a r p i n g, L a r p i n g. Yes. Okay, got that perfect. All right. Uh, first, <clears throat> very early in the show, we were talking about the Weavers, and um, we were just talking about them again. Uh, I had Buckland, Buckland, and Weaver. <laughs> I got Buckland and Weaver. Buckland, Buckland, and Weaver. Yeah, that'd be a Is dangerous. The new law firm. Dangerous team. Uh, next up from the uh, from the story of India, uh, the 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 uh, the site that we were on was called the Journalism of Courage. Yeah, that was great, eh? Okay. Uh, my next one, uh, I believe, should be a show note. It's too big to be a show name, uh, but I absolutely think it should be a show note. It's the cactus by the screen door. <laughs> Hang on, I got read it. Okay. I, this night was filled with shit and weavers. Talk. Yeah, it was. And that's okay. And 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 uh, what do you call seagulls? And se- and seagulls, yes. Uh, next uh, is my my final two uh, would be show. Nominations for show names. Uh, first, uh, from uh, I don't even remember what story it was, but it's just a phrase that caught my eye. It said, uh, Heights of nonsense. Yeah, that was good. And it sounds like what we do every Friday night the heights of nonsense. Yeah. That's but good. this one is my submission. And I do submit to you that I like a- aviary LARPing better. Uh, but if you like this one, we can go with this one. Uh, we were talking about the, the OnlyFans, and we said, or you said, I believe, a Christian glory hole. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to override that, and I'm, we can use that as a show note, um, but we've used glory hole before in show names. I I, I really believe that Aviary LARPing. That's, yep, that, would, I said I like that one. Yeah, that's. But I, but I think a Christian glory hole can definitely go into the show notes with. Uh, so imagine reading, reading these show notes, a Christian glory hole. It's the cactus by the screen door, <laughs> and then uh, I don't know what would come in that. You're a statue. You don't talk. <laughs> this is what draws people in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of fun. Real quick, if you like hockey. Sunday at 11 uh, a.m., not p.m. Uh, we'll we'll give you a recap of uh, everything that's going on. And we also guarantee to you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, uh, when we do this, Talking FLA, I think we got like seven stories, and we can probably find a couple more. Uh, we'll go all in 
talking FLA next, next week. Next week. No yeah. no other news from us besides talking FLA. And but we will still have Mike Jolitz. Yes, Mike no from us, only FLA. We will still have Mike Jolitz. Uh, Mike reads the news and Twitter shows. There we go. Say goodnight. Later. See you, folks. Thank you to all the listeners on our affiliate stations. To find out more, check out Cave Crew Radio on Facebook and Twitter. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here! Go! Just go! Get out! Get the hell out! Shut the f*** up! Get out! That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.